Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Haunts and Hilarities, DDR style. Yeah, hi. I was trying not to cough. <laughs> I feel like Sirius Satellite Radio won't be knocking on our door anytime soon. <laughs> I don't blame them. Just a hunch. Just mm-hmm. a hunch. What's going down in your neck of the woods? <sighs> I mean, how long is the show tonight? <laughs> hey, I hear you uh, got a pooch. Word around the block is you got a pooch. I did get a pooch, but it wasn't planned. Oh. My sons actually found a dog uh, in a rural country setting where there was no cell service. And this little thing's on the side of the road. Uh, it is a cheapo. Poochie, oh. a little white guy, and they rescued him. They called me like, "We bring it home." I'm like, oh, "For God's sake, I have such an aversion to worms and anything gross." But how do you say no? So they got him home. He's not neutered. He is filthy, dirty. We gave him a bath and then another bath. Took him to the vet. Turns out where they were at, there was a puppy mill, uh, less than three miles oh. away. So when the vet saw him, he said, yeah, this is a breeder dog. And I thought, you mother. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but he's adorable. We just got, you and I were just talking, Jen and I were just talking earlier. Then I got his his fecal test back and there's no parasites. So there's all that. So we're glad to have him. That's uh, very reminiscent to me. It's, 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 it stirs some feelings because it's very much like not being neutered and being wild and dirty. My first husband, it reminds me a lot of our, his fecal test still hasn't come back. I'm not sure what his, but no, I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you've been, it was, it was kismet. It was meant to be. What the hell is kismet? I don't even know. <laughs> it it was serendipitous. Oh, okay. They were in the that right place it. at the right time. It was, uh, Yeah. That's it awesome. Was, you know, and, and my kids don't, they don't believe in signs. It's like, yeah, that actually. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. The day before that, because again, we were thinking of getting a dog from a rescue because I'm a big rescue person. Puppy mill backyard breeders. If I could kill them all, I would kill them all. It's terrible. Um, oh. <laughs> I knew you were going to get quiet if I said that. No, I would No, no, I, 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 I feel you. I feel you completely. Yeah, I mean, I would have them all shut down. I don't know why we aren't, but anyway, um, mm. I don't know where I was going with this. I have no idea. <laughs> what the hell were we talking about? Who am I? <laughs> well, I think it's a wonderful thing. And can we, uh, can we talk about his name? Mm. So anyway, uh. <laughs> I, she doesn't want to say it, and I get it. This dog is actually, upon doing some investigation, a preliminary research online found out that this dog is actually part of the witness protection program of Greater. So it's a whole thing, and she doesn't, and I get it. I totally get it. It just was very strange because the day before, now see, I'll go in a loop and I'll remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like I'm drunk all the time, and I'm not. <laughs> um. But the day before, I was looking at all these little dogs, and I thought, gosh, I don't know if I can really afford them. And I thought to myself, 
I just wish a dog would, we'd just stumble upon a dog. And the next day this happened, hand to God, this is what happened. But as it turns out, it's way more costlier to find a dog. Sure. Yeah, get one from a rescue. So. Well, no, it is. And I, I know that there's a lot of administrative paperwork and, you know, all that jazz, but sure. I'm with you. I, there are a lot of people, and I, as you said yourself, a lot of people who say, I wish I could just stumble across a dog that needs a home. Right. Than having to go through some big, complicated process. Yeah, no, you don't want to stumble upon a dog, but I'm glad we did. This little guy is a doll, just a doll. So I'm happy. Awesome. Well, and it's a good thing you found him when you did, although this might not affect him, but there's a hurricane coming. <laughs> not that you live in, in that remote region, but <laughs> remote. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm nowhere near that. You're making it sound, you're trying you're trying to throw everybody off. They have no idea where she is now. Her <laughs> accent doesn't sound like she's near where the hurricane is. She's actually from Tijuana. Little known fact, Tijuana. And she's in the path of this. No, but there's, a, I mean, it's unusual, right, for Southern California? Very. To be... They said, yeah, they said it hadn't been, what, 85 years? I sounded like it hadn't been around till 85 years. <laughs> Um, it hadn't been, what was it, 85 years, yeah, since wow. in this area, because I think it's going to hit, I'm thinking of the other state, what's that state? Uh, Arizona. <laughs> oh. I, I think it's well, just going to skirt, yeah, it'll skirt Arizona. So That'll yeah, be interesting. Weird. And I'm it a is. big weather girl, so I always want to, you know, I'm always paying attention to that. You are a big weather girl. She, uh, she's, she's like a connoisseur of tornadoes. It's a really, it's really sick. It's sick. Oh, I, just, I, I just, think you should have become. Why didn't you become a meteorologist? Because there's so much math involved. Oh uh, well, I got we got I'm, computers these days. Yeah. Well, not then we didn't. You got to remember, I'm 101. Just, back in 1804. <laughs> yeah, there was way too much math, and it, and it, there was more than I even realized because. You know, I, I pay attention to the meteorologists and what they say about their schooling now, and yeah. it's not pretty for people who it's don't not like numbers. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, I can't even thing. do simple fractions, and <laughs> God, I sound, I'm making myself sound, I don't know how to form <laughs> words. I, uh, I, I count by phonics. Yeah. No, it is complicated, and I, I briefly went through your phase. Not that yours is a phase. I think yours is a lifelong obsession. But mine was a phase in my teenage years where I was convinced that every cloud I saw was a funnel cloud. Oh, okay. Yeah. I lived, in, I, I lived in abject terror pretty much from 1990 to 94. <laughs> abject terror. You never looked out the window. Oh, it's I okay just, to go oh. outside and play. <laughs> but mom... Um, yeah, no, I just, I was terrified. And the irony is the reason that started was only because in 19, God, I'm really dating myself. I think it was 1988. I was in middle school and severe weather hit our area. And I wasn't really used to that. I didn't really think much about the weather. 
And I was at my friend's house after school, and all of a sudden on the television, it said, take shelter immediately. Well, we know now that they say that all the time. They do too much. But back then, yeah. And I saw that, and I remember running out the front door, and it felt like I was in a dream running in mud trying to get home. I was like, no. (laughs) And I'm running down the street, and my... My grandmother, God rest her soul, was living with us at the time, and we're trying to get her in the basement, and that was not easy, getting grandma in the basement. Really? And Yeah, and see, here's the thing. Did a tornado actually hit? I don't believe so, but something about that storm sparked something in me, and from that point on, for many years, I was absolutely terrified of weather from that I point on. See, well, I can see why, and didn't you have a relative that lived through the Xenia, Ohio tornado? My Yes, my grandmother actually was uh, born around Xenia and lived there uh, for a time. I don't remember where she was when that happened, the famous Xenia tornado. But yeah, my, my mother was in a trailer during a tornado. Good God. My mother was in the mean. tornado, almost. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know, but it just... But the funny thing is that that phase passed. And now if I hear that we're going to have one, I get excited. I do. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. You look at some of these that are long range tornadoes and it's devastating. I mean, these are, these are truly, if I were, were to say anything is a monster on earth, it'd be a tornado because they're, they're like blenders. Excuse me. They're blending everything up and throwing it all over. And things like pine needles can become, deadly projectiles that ah i mean people well, are killed by those things here's a question i ask people this what do you think is more frightening a hurricane or a tornado well because you know you have time to prepare for a hurricane but right for, yeah i have to say tornadoes truly they didn't even I know where they go there's they'll do loop-de-loops they go one way um we should do a show on on them um specifically like the gerald tornado of 1997 gerald texas because normally tornadoes move uh southwest to northeast in that direction but gerald it turned out as a little it started out as a little tiny rope tornado um and they have it on film if anybody is into tornadoes I really recommend watching any documentary on Gerald. That's where the term, the modernized term, uh, dead man walking. If you see the dead man walking. Yeah. And it's a Native American, uh, originally Native American um, description of of a multi-vortex tornado. If you see a dead man walking, you're about to die. So that was the case with Gerald. You could actually, and I think I... had you look that one up and you were really scared because it looked even my sons said what you know that that it looks like a man in a tornado and he looks like a man walking it's it's terrifying it honestly is terrifying yeah yeah it was bad but it moved in a from the northeast to the southwest completely atypical for a tornado and again it started out as this little rope and then within minutes just a matter of minutes it was an, an f5 which is the worst and it moved right over double creek estates in gerald nobody nobody had a chance um the one person that the one family that did live um they were a sweet little mexican family they were immigrants and they had been through one tornado right before that 
few years before that in near Gerald, the father built a, his own storm shelter. And he said, if anything like this happens again, get down there. And they did. And they lived. Wow. But everybody, but everybody else was wiped clean. Everything was wiped clean. In fact, it had done ground scouring so deep that it was, I think almost two feet deep. Now for those who aren't well-versed in meteorology or, you know, anything of that vein, is there an F6 or does it stop with five? It stops with five. God. That, that's actually, <laughs> She's that's disappointed. Actually, no, I'm not disappointed, but it, it does. It stops with five. That's okay. We don't want anything more. I mean, like I said, the long range, the long tracked F5s or F3s are horrifying. You don't know which way they're going ever. And, is uh, is there an actual classification for an EF zero, or does zero not make the cut? It does. Yeah, it actually does. We've had is that really of- a tornado, though? I mean, is that actually mm-hmm. a tornado? Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But even they can be dangerous. I mean, if you if one hits you, you're sure. out in you know a lot of these people that are killed, especially I think in Joplin, um, the May twenty second, twenty eleven one in Joplin, they were out trying to film it. A lot of people oh, are outside. That's right. But I'll tell you, I've seen people in more Oklahoma specifically where with the last EF five that we had, it was in twenty thirteen. And there recently I saw people outside and they're so they're so blase. It's literally one block over this massive mile wide EF five. And the, the guy goes, Yep, right across the street from me right now. And I like, <laughs> And you can tell when a tornado, I mean, I've watched enough videos where I can tell if a tornado is moving at you. They always say, if it's not moving right to left and it's getting bigger, it's coming towards you. Move. Nope, not in more Oklahoma. They're like, yep, yeah, there it is, Radcross straight. It's me of that double double VHS box set that I had in the 90s called Twisters, <laughs> Nature's Fury. Yes. And I loved it. And the, and the one footage, you know, the, the video of the family on their porch and they're recording the tornado out in the distance i don't remember excuse me what the rating was but the woman says it took the roof off the pizza hut down to heston and i remember thinking (laughs) you know there's a there's a stereotype here but yeah um it is fascinating stuff it's it is fascinating i would love to be a storm chaser if i had a guarantee that i wouldn't get you know know, it's interesting because I'll tell my kids, I'll go, it's going to be wet, bad weather tomorrow. I, I alert them all. They're like, we go by whatever you're going to say. <laughs> Seriously. And however, there are times that I panic and I'm like, I have to turn around that back. Um, but I'll say to them, you know what? I'm going to, skies get dark and I go, God, I just want to go. I mean, I know where it's coming from. I just want to get, and I drive a little Honda Fit. <laughs> I would be blown away. Well, like, or. One of the pine needles. Maybe you would land gently in the breeze. Right. <laughs> the odds of that are not very high. You know, there's a, um, in Texas, there is a, uh, and, and they have these all over, but a Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Mm, and in this yeah. particular one, I believe it is in Grand Prairie, Texas, you can walk through a tornado because I've done it. Oh, so, I love that. So the outside of the building looks like the front of Dorothy's farmhouse. 
Um, the, the screen door is askew. It's hanging off the hinges. And when you step inside, it is pitch black. The only way you can see through the house is because there are tiny little like movie theater lights along the floor. But otherwise, it, it simulates a tornado with the speed of the wind and the lightning. It is absolutely, oh, it is so it. fun. Oh, I and, would love that. And when you get to the other side, if you like survive. We're going, like we're going to a garden. I would love that. That's beautiful. But when you get to the other side, the room behind it shows you real factual evidence of not evidence, but, you know, things that they have found over the years, uh, news reporters and what have you, um, of a bizarre tornado damage, like one of a rooster sucked into a bottle. He was still alive. Um, <laughs> a famous story of a baby that was still sleeping in its crib. The crib was now in a tree. Oh, wow. The baby didn't have a scratch on it. Isn't that something? The baby was plastic, but it didn't have a scratch on it. No, but the baby was fine. (laughs) So it's really, I love that stuff. I love Ripley's Believe It or Not museums. I mean, I know people think that they're cliche and tacky, but I love them personally. Oh, yeah. No, they have some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They do. So, uh, yeah, if you're in a touristy part of town. I don't have one where I live, but, you know, I don't live anywhere right. I live. But, uh, Niagara Falls is a pretty cool one, if you're up in that neck of the woods. Yep, I'm not, but I'll, I'll remember <laughs> that. Like, yes, next I'll time remember. there. But, uh, I think no. Niagara Falls, that would, things like water that's deep and roaring and scary, that stuff scares me more than tornadoes, even. You would love Niagara Falls. Nope. <laughs> And that's been our show. No, you, it, <laughs> I, I grew up riding the Maid of the Mist and riding underneath the falls. I mean, well, when they say that, you're not, li- what if they just took the boat right into the falls? Um, and they wonder why they don't have more attendance. Well, but, when you're saying Maid of the Mist, you're talking to somebody who's never been there. So maybe you should elaborate. I, I apologize. So the Maid Please of the do. Mist, is a, it's a ship that uh it's like a tourist boat and you ride it you always wear a rain poncho and there are two different ships that are boats that they take over the years or have taken at least since the 70s but one particular ship they simply reverse the engine so you're basically just kind of holding yourself against the current so you're not literally going under the falls but you're right next to it and the spray is phenomenal no and uh Well, back in the 80s, here's a fun thing. You could go behind the falls. There was a walkway through the... Yeah, no, listen, this is amazing. So there was a walkway up through this. You feel like you're going through a mountainside or something. You're not really obviously in a mountain, but you would... This path in in the dark and this tunnel would take you behind the falls. And there was a railing there that you were not supposed to cross. And you could... You were standing behind the falls and it was... I mean, it was overwhelming, but they had to close that down. Why? Well, I think people were jumping to their death. There you go. Right there. (laughs) I don't know that for sure, but I I think I heard that. That So it must be true. Ken, come on. Yeah, it's it's pretty overwhelming. You don't like those things. I'm telling you. You don't like it. You may have, but you don't now. 
Because <laughs> um, I said. No, but I grew I grew up in that part of the country, and it was just, I mean, I spent so much time in Niagara Falls. I felt like I, I mean, we were just there all the time. It was just a thing you did, and you'd get in the maid of the mist, and you'd get soaking wet, and I loved it. But now okay. it is, I mean, it was touristy then, but my God, now it's just. Pfft. What do you mean? So you're oh, afraid of it. Let's no, no, no. Lie. I mean, it's just, it's. <laughs> It's just too crowded. Really? It is, it, it, you know, what do you, what is your terminology you always say when it's really crowded somewhere? Elbow to asshole. It's just. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dance room only. And I get it. I mean, it's an interesting thing to see. It's beautiful when they light it up. It, when it, you know, uh, especially in the winter time, but it's just, there are too many people there for my taste. Just out of curiosity. Can you hear the cars going by? I'm outside again. <laughs> I cannot. I heard birds earlier. Yeah, I'm outside. Anyway, well, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's terrifying. Because how <laughs> high how high are the falls? I don't remember the altitude of the falls. Yeah, or I shouldn't say altitude, the elevation. I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's a long way down. It's not. It's hardly Angel Falls. It's in Africa, but it's it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that it's, one's big. Yeah, that's big. But it's, I mean, it's, it's significant. I have to say this. I mean, as an American, we'd like to have, you know, our American hubris and believe that our side is the most beautiful, but that's sure. absolutely wrong. The Canadian side is far prettier than ours. I'm sorry. That that's right? my opinion. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Canadian side to the falls. I had mm -hmm. no idea. Yep. There's an American side and the Canadian side. Okay. So I'm not going to either one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well... Maybe someday when you're a little old lady, I'll drag you over there. But in my wheelchair, where we're you going? In? We're going. <laughs> I just dump you in. But uh, yeah, no, I love places like that. I love my family and I. We love exploring. In fact, lately we've been spending a lot of time in an, at antique stores because my husband has suddenly become obsessed with antique flashlights. Isn't that what? What is that? So that's not something that he's been into no. his whole life well okay. he he is as we joke the one of the oldest boy scouts in the world but um because and he really was he was a cub scout we below boy scout eagle scout he was all the scouts all the all the iterations of scout you can be but that those habits stick because we have many compasses many 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 uh regular flashlights but all of a sudden he wants antique flashlights so and, and nothing triggered this oh he just um he he likes he likes anything that's vintage but he especially likes and he likes anything utilitarian so i think when you combine the two he just one day said you know what i don't have old useless flashlights <laughs> so um <laughs> i have to admit they're really cool they have a really cool patina um, some of them are huge. You could murder people with these things. <laughs> well, good. That's good. <laughs> I'm not because suggesting you do that. Right. Um, so they don't work. Actually, yes, they do. You said they were useless, so I didn't know if. Well, that I was, was yeah, I, I was being facetious. No, some of them I'm sure don't, but the ones he purchased, I think all but one of them actually do work. Yes. Wow. Now wait, and how's the oldest one he has right now? I think he has some that date back to the 30s. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's not ancient, obviously, but it's... Uh, 
it's almost a hundred years. You got to think of that. He has something. The well, the oldest light source he has is actually a candle that he found in the Middle East. No, but he has. He. he I think I would say the 1930s, maybe the 20s. I'll have to. You'll I'll have to double check. You'll have to send me a picture of these. So where do you guys go? Our next show will be all about antique flashlights. <laughs> and he will love it. Um, he would I love knew it. that he was into old Ouija boards for a long, long time. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> his biggest obsession is, and he's been telling me this since the day we met. We've been together 15 years now. And for 15 years, he has been saying, we are getting an antique wheelchair for our house. And I've said, oh, hell no, that's not no. happening. So I will move next door. It's not happening. It's absolutely not happening because I don't want that energy. Mm -mm, mm -mm. An antique wheelchair? No, no. God. What the no. hell is happening that? Well, and that's what I was going to say. Maybe he has, you know, if, if Amy Allen were involved here, as far as the flashlights go, she'd say that it has something to do with past lives. It very well could. Maybe he was a cave dweller. <laughs> uh, uh, Maybe yeah, he's a vampire. Who knows? But yeah, he he really <laughs> loves. And I, I love antique stores, but I'm careful with what I got, get because, you know, I want to feel things out, you know, I want to. Mm, yeah, it's always. Kind of, I mean, yeah. And, you know, you, you can't tell if it's actually something that's psychic or if it's just the smell of those, plants, which, you know, they smell good. They just smell old. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good and old. So you guys just uh, do this now. Um, like, are you going to do the, that this weekend? You're just going to go antiquing and. Actually, yes. Really? Okay, cool. Yes. Cool. It's become a thing that we like to do on Fridays for shits and gigs. Mm -hmm. And um, where we live, there's a whole row of antique stores. Oh, that's so cool. So the possibilities are, and, you know, and they're constantly changing their stock. I mean, every dealer has different things they add all the time. So, um, yeah, it's it's really fun. And you can find really good, I mean, not everything has to be expensive. I was going to say, now are they costly? Not at all. His most expensive flashlight, I think, was $20. Oh, well, for an obsession, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. We're making yeah. him sound like a lunatic for his <laughs> obsession. <laughs> He's upstairs right now, huddled in the corner, rocking himself to sleep. <laughs> with um, one of the old flashlights. With a flashlight, clicks it on, clicks it off. Beaming at the ceiling, Yeah. He's holding it under his chin when I go upstairs. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I think it's pretty cool. There are, you know, you get where, well, these these people who collect like spoons, you know, yeah. from all. I knew I knew one who did that, so I'd bring her a spoon from wherever we were, which wasn't that damn far. McDonald's, um, wherever. <laughs> Yes, Grimace. They had the different ones. Grimace. Grimace. Mm -hmm. The Hamburglar. Which, what the hell happened with all that? Why are we not, why are they not involved in society anymore? Where did they all go? Well, I don't know. Now Grimace is killing everyone. What I was going to say. Now I've heard something recently. I shouldn't say that about Grimace. Who is the cutest little guy? What well, apparently not. Him? He kills you. <laughs> no, if you drink the Grimace shake, you apparently die right after you drink it. Is so. that what they're saying? Seriously? Is there like yeah. a TikTok oh, it's, thing? It's a trend where you drink the shake and then you collapse and you have violent shaking on the floor and then you're dead. Where did this come from? 
I don't know. I don't. For for one thing, I don't want it because it sounds horribly sweet. Ugh. But um, also, I just remember as a kid, and it's funny. My daughter, we have an eight-year-old daughter, and she has said, "You know, mom, that Hamburglar guy looks kind of sketch." I'm like, "He looks sus as hell." You're not wrong. I've been scared of him since I since '75. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he does. He's a little creepy. But I said, oh, yeah, but you're right. The classics, Mayor McCheese and Birdie and all those guys. I liked all those guys. Yeah. I mean, we used to have playgrounds that had, oh. all, the, yeah, that had all featured all those people outside of McDonald's. And now it's just tubes, giant tubes. Just giant fecal ridden tubes. That's right. Inside glass. There's no outdoor anything. It's like a slide out of the movie Saw. <laughs> Hypodermic needles. Yeah, it's uh no, and she has often, you know, like most kids, if we stopped somewhere like that, Burger King or any anything like that, can mm-hmm. I go play in the playground? Oh no, no, we won't be doing that. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I, I in fact, my kids still to this day will go to open a door, a public door, and they put their sleeve over it. Oh, I, I don't thought, blame them. Yeah, and they did that when they were really little. I thought, awesome. I taught them one thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we had hand sanitizer and wipes. Even if I go to a restaurant now, I have hand sanitizer at the table with me. A giant bottle of it. Do you I put know. it on your food as well or just your hands? <laughs> oh, I'm joking. No, but I do take, you know, a little pocket-sized hand sanitizer in with me. Because, uh, especially a buffet. I'm, and actually, I've quit eating oh. at buffets. Buffets are I, I, terrifying. Yeah. I never knew that that thing was a sneeze guard. I, m- I remember thinking, wait, what? The glass <laughs> that overhangs the food is, yeah, I didn't know that. And then when I found that out, I don't go anymore. But you know what's funny about it? Some of them, like we like to go to yogurt land. They have great frozen yogurt. But mm-hmm. I don't know about some of these buffet style places where you can either get a smorgasbord of toppings for your yogurt or mashed potatoes and gravy whatever or yeah whatever it is yes. you're getting i swear maybe because of covid that they're putting the glass lower and lower i have to climb up and underneath the glass to reach i have to like slender man my arm into the cavity to get my topping i don't it's like you guys at this point can you just get it on the other side for me this is getting ridiculous <laughs> i didn't know that it's true though you're saying that they actually have lowered them yes and it's becoming very, you know, it's a little like what. I, so uh, you have to let your you have to let your daughter get everything for you because it's only her arm that reaches. It's true. Her little tiny, you know, she reaches in there, lickety split. But um, yeah, I and see, I grew up, man, in my family, like my grandmother especially, she lived for Ponderosa, which was a restaurant, <laughs> the buffet. God, we have to tell people what it was. This is what it was. I know because we're so old, apparently, yeah. to all the. I worked, you know. I worked at Bonanza actually. I loved oh. it, and I was so excited because I was getting three thirty-five an hour, three thirty-five. Because I'd only oh. made two a one at my previous job, which was a hostess. Or no, I'm sorry, a busser. You so you made three thirty. You said three thirty-five. Three thirty-five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I left that job to go to because I was getting a serious pay increase at a factory at 420 an hour times have changed yeah they have but but i do think that people need higher wages without a doubt much higher 
Well, everything is so expensive these days. It's crazy. Yeah. But every, I know every generation says that. We've all said it. My, your parents, my parents, our grandparents, their grandparents. They've. Yeah, but the mathematically, if you look at the mathematics, which I'm so good at, um, <laughs> if you were to adjust for everything, it would people would be sure. making 160 an hour at this point to in order to keep up for the cost uh, of. Labor. Well, and, that's funny you say that because I I remember reading something that said adjusted for inflation. If they made the Wizard of Oz now, it would cost twenty million dollars. Really? Yeah. How much did it cost? It was one. Really? It was one million. Oh God! I bet they were freaking out over that. Oh, I can't imagine. But I'm sure MGM made their money back. Obviously, I mean, but oh God, it's just—it yeah. is amazing to to think about how. What will things be like in 2050? Hell, what will things be like in 2024? Yeah. Do we want to touch? <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, do we want to touch on politics? We don't. Let's not go there. Where has the show gone? Where has the show gone? You're going to hear a variety of... <laughs> on a very special haunts and hilarities. <laughs> Minus the hilarities. Minus the hilarities, yes. Well, look at that poor man that was saving the ducks and then that girl ran him over. Oh, shut up. Serious. You know people are turning us off at this point. <laughs> what are you talking about? You remember that was months ago, that nice nice man that pulled over to help. I think it was some ducks cross the road. And then, as I recall, a young woman came through the intersection the other way, hit him and killed him. The man? Yes, she ran him over. Killed Shut him. up, I thought you meant the ducks. No, killed the man. He had just saved oh. all those ducks. And there was a there was a family, a young girl and a brother, I recall, sitting in their car uh, with their mother. And they were filming it on their phone because they thought, oh, what a wonderful thing to see this man save. And then the children witnessed him being hit by a car. Oh, my God. Okay, well. Yeah. Um... So how about those cowboys? <laughs> Oh, we do sound demented, but you know what? We have to, we have to, we always say this. Yeah, we have to lighten it up. So we got to lighten it up. Well, I told her earlier when she told me of this little baby bird she found that he was probably going to do like a creep show vibe and be in her rearview mirror. (laughs) He's like, she buried him in a pet cemetery and he comes back. Yeah. And I, I don't know people. I don't know a lot of people that know creep show, I guess. Well, Gen X. Well, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that. That was kind of interesting because I watched the movie Creep Show and yes. my parents were gone because we were all latchkey kids in the 80s. And my my parents were gone and I remember watching it. I thought Ted Danson was in it, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, was he in the first Creep Show? Yeah. Well, what, the movie, the movie. I, I don't remember what part was he in. Well, it was the part that terrified me the most, which uh, where the he was buried with his head out of the sand, and it was high. Somebody buried him, and then oh, a high tide goodness. was coming. Oh, oh yes. yeah, the, it was. And high tide was coming in, and it, it was bad. You know that reminds me a lot of when Twilight Zone the movie came out. I don't remember how old I was, but if anyone has ever seen that movie there have you seen that movie well is that the one that i'm thinking of i don't think so i thought it was i don't show the movie 
I, I, well, I don't, I'll have to revisit the whole movie, but no, this was specifically in Twilight Zone, the movie, the two guys driving down the road and the passenger says, do you want to see something really scary? And he goes, and and the driver goes, the driver goes, no, or, you know, and he says, well, pull over. And he's like, what? He's like, pull over. And I don't, this is the funny part. When he pulls over, the passenger does something terrible. And I, I can't even remember what he does because I just remember as a child seeing what he did and losing my ever loving mind and screaming through the house and like hiding in the basement or something. And from that moment on, I could never watch that scene again, ever. (laughs) I don't even remember what he does. He might have done his taxes for all I know, but it petrified me when he said, do you want to see something really scary? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And he pulls out a ledger. He so on a ledger. Taxes for the year. So the fiscal um, year here, you got the gross national product. Um, no, but yeah. I'll tell you what I do remember with the with the Twilight Zone. It was one of the old ones, and it's the one that scares everybody the most, which is the man on the plane, but like the beast. It, it, oh, I love it, that episode. Well, I didn't know that episode when I was 11 years old. And my mom found that out because I ran and nearly knocked her down in the shower. <laughs> and she's still there. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's something else my husband loves. We watch that seriously every single night. God, you guys. My every mom night. does just, too. Just that episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's I love talking Tina, but I'll always love talking Tina. She's the best. Because he throws her in the garbage, doesn't he? Eventually. Oh, he. Well, yeah. He throws her in the. He throws her in the trash, and he puts bricks on top, and that doesn't stop her. He, he does everything. He tries to saw her. He tries to set her on fire. She's just, and what I love most is and in it turns that, out episode, that Tina. Tina is his wife. Tina's his wife. It, it funny, funnily enough, in that episode, his wife's name is Annabelle. Oh, shut up! And I'm telling you, I'm like, I think maybe some people that knew the Warrens put. I don't know. Just call right. me crazy. It just made my right. head turn. Yeah, over. that's that's yeah. interesting her name's annabelle but uh oh i love that episode yeah i think my favorite episode was the one robert redford i think was in it and it was a little old lady that was didn't want to die and she was so yes of yes that that's a class well it was creepy because she at one point she goes you know she's talking about she doesn't she's afraid and she's taken him in because he's hurt and I think he was a soldier or something. He was in the war or something. I don't know. And she turns around at one point. They keep talking about death. And he's like, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And she looks in the mirror and she does not see his reflection. And he turns around, no. and, she turns around and he gives her a creepy look of like Lady Bolt. Bolt! Just, just go, Granny, go. Sure enough, he was deaf. He was deaf. And he came and he held her hand and he walked her out of her apartment, of which was going to be condemned and torn down so see that yeah there was always some i mean that show was really ahead of its time my husband's favorite episode is the invaders which is in season two and that mm-hmm. is the episode with agnes moorhead from bewitched Love and her. this is pre-bewitched because bewitched didn't air until what the late 60s wasn't it um mid to late yeah mid to late like okay I was there like well, there. you were there. You were front and center in your diapers. No, she she was. Well, I was. Right. <laughs> I know. But no, this uh, in this episode, she's a woman all alone in this house, 
and she's got visitors. That's all I want to say, because really you can. I mean, I know it's an old show, but there really is a spoiler alert theme here because it's just so cool. It's like he really paved the way for a lot of the horror that we've seen since. Truly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, uh, yeah. Rod Serling and God bless him. I don't know how he lived as long as he did, because I have never seen a human being smoke as much as that man did. <laughs> oh, my God. They didn't make him like they do now. No, but he was he was I liked him. He had a lot of character. Yeah. Where have all well, the well, men's I, character I, gone? Yeah. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I don't <laughs> oh but yeah good old good old show thank god for you know in the 80s we had nick at night for those of us born after those shows originally aired mm -hmm. and now they're just all in syndication so it hardly matters but you know i just could watch the brady bunch on loop i'm not gonna lie you I'm could not... you know when they came out with that show where they redid the house the whole they bought yep. the actual brady bunch house Yes. I cried at every single episode. Oh. They, were, they were fixing it. They nothing was happening. Nothing sad. I was sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And then when they finished it, well, I was a wreck. They had to institutionalize me. Um, <laughs> if I could stay overnight there, truly, I would. I would pay for a night there. Pay to stay. Yeah. Oh, you would for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, it's funny. I did not watch a lot of it as a child. I, you know, I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> thing about me. Most kids were hooked on television and there mm -hmm. were so many shows that I just, my parents were always watching mash, which I know you loved. Um, just the, the theme song yes. reminds me of watching my dad and his reaction to just, you know, some of the old theme songs of, of the shows of the seventies and eighties, mm -hmm. it's like any music. It'll take you viscerally right back to that sure. time. Absolutely. Yeah. They, Cause that's how my dad was with Hill street blues. I hated the show as a kid cause it was boring as hell. Yeah. But if I hear Hill street blues, man, that was my dad's jam. Yep. Yeah. My stepdad loved that show. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's weird how that, how that makes you feel. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right. <laughs> Speaking of Kevin Bacon, I didn't know this, but oh. Friday, the, the original Friday the 13th, where the guy gets the arrow through the neck. Yes. From under, that was Kevin Bacon. Of course it was. I didn't know it. Because he jumps up immediately and starts doing footloose through the house. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I remember that. I remember as a kid thinking, this movie is deep. It was ridiculous. This is it heavy was, shit. I remember my mom's friend. My parents were still married at this time. And I remember she came over. They were drinking coffee and smoking 50,000 cigarettes. And through <laughs> the smoke, I could see them. Um, and I finally made it to the table. She starts talking about this movie they went to see. And she starts describing in great detail to a child who's 10 years old. And then my parents got divorced pretty much around the same time and we had showtime and what do we do we binge watch friday the 13th it was terrifying and we have a cabin up north and i remember thinking there was no way since that time oh. I've never, yeah i've never gone out deeper than five feet there was no way you know what no that way. reminds me yeah. of 
I, I remember she and I were talking like sometime last year. So I was asking her if she'd ever seen the end of Sleepaway Camp, and she said that she had not. So being the good friend I am, after I watched the end of it and was traumatized, I sent it to her so she could also. Oh, shit. I remember this. That is the most messed up. I, but think about it. Some of those films from the 70s and 80s, in some ways, even though we didn't have the technology or the cinematography that we have now, they were far more distressing yeah, than what we have were. now. Yeah, because they had to get really creative. Oh, my gosh. Sleepaway Camp, guys. If you haven't seen the end, just watch the end. You'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It scared me. And I don't get scared very easily. Obviously, we're paranormal. No. Don't scare easy. But when something like that, that that's bad. It was, that was yeah, dark. I, I forgot about it. Thank you for the reminder. That was, Yeah, go watch it again with your family. It's great for the holidays. <laughs> and, uh, the <laughs> and the new dog. the new dog. The dog is PTSD. But yeah, and, and my husband will say that. He'll say, I'm not really scared by movies. But I always, I kind of laugh because... One film that scared him in the past 23 years, uh, he was afraid, he was frightened by a haunting in Connecticut. Yes, I remember that. Why? He goes, well, no, wait. He gets all defensive. No, wait a minute. He said, I had <laughs> headphones on. I said, he said, so it was really, you know, the sounds. I said, I just don't think it's a very good movie. Sorry. Yeah, but you know what? It's funny to hear that he, he's trying to make excuses. You know what? I was <laughs> you know what? In the, of, in the middle of a field with headphones on. <laughs> it was night. I was <laughs> I was digging a grave at the time. Just happened to be, and right. Uh, uh, but one thing we agreed on the we watched Hereditary, and after we were done watching it, we both no. looked at each other, and he looked at me. He said, "I won't watch that again." <laughs> <laughs> I agreed. Hereditary. Hereditary. That's just. That's just dark. It was awful. Hereditary is, I keep saying heredity. Hereditary is, it's so, I always say this, it's one thing to have jump scares, and there are some, but it's genuinely just psychologically dark. Awful. Oh, and you get done watching it and you're like, I need to shower for my brain. <laughs> you that, do. Oh. My you do it. Well, and there's the first the first thing that happens is the God, do I wanna say the beheading the <laughs> My God. Yeah, that was an intense scene. That was that that was it was one of those things where I paused the screen and I went, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Couldn't form words. Oh my god, no. I don't want to say such a thing. Uh <laughs> so anyway, so you know, guys, as you've noticed when we've said this, these shows, these are just kind of anything goes shows because believe it or not, this is what all of our conversations are like. They are. They are. And we just think, you know, there might be one person, just one on some remote Island in Southwestern New Guinea who thinks, you know, I wish there was a show for people who think like I do. And you found it. <laughs> Oscar, right. Oscar, you have found it. That's right. It's us. So, you know, I, I tend to think that even if some podcasts are never listened to by anyone other than the people that record it, at least you have something for posterity. Sure. <laughs> That's not our goal. I mean, we want you to listen, but. No, we're really grateful if anybody does listen. 
We have mouths to feed. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And, uh, yeah. How do we end the show? <laughs> I'm going to throw it over to uh, my co-host here and she oh, will. Please don't. Please don't. Please no. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Flippity Flop.